Hello, hello. Welcome to the VHive, your go-to podcast for all things women's intimate health. I'm your host, Hannah, here to discuss the many questions you've always had about your body but never wanted to ask. Whether it relates to sex, chronic pain, trauma, relationships, healing, hormones, spirituality, and so much more, we are normalizing taboos, breaking down the complexities of the female body, and providing you with the information you need to take your health into your own hands. Today's episode is with Rochelle Stern, the founder of West Coast Mint, a high-quality D-Mano supplement line created for bladder support and wellness. The company philosophy is based on quality, efficacy, and honesty, which is pretty hard to find in most supplement companies. Rochelle started West Coast Mint out of her own experience with healing chronic UTIs and interstitial cystitis, which she talks all about in this episode. She discusses the diet changes she made, the supplements she takes in addition to D-Manos, which she also sells a lot of on her website, and the doctors she saw and more mainstream treatment routes that she went on that really did help her. So this is a very holistic approach. She shares the ins and outs of her recovery, her healing journey, and just what she went through and what it took for her to ultimately get on the other side of this chronic health situation that she was in. And while she was going through her own journey, she really saw a need to create a company that offers high quality supplements and products along with an informative platform so that people can actually spend more of their time healing instead of doing endless research on forums and websites that don't really provide you with the specific tools that you can utilize in order to actually start getting better. So we have a really good conversation. Rochelle is a wealth of knowledge and I cannot wait for all of you to hear what she has to say. I also just want to share and make it very clear that I have personally been taking West Coast Mint D-Manos every day for at least the past six months and i am a huge fan of this product it is one of the few supplement companies that i really actually do believe in and do take religiously and trust and think that it really does help me and my bladder health Um, i mentioned that i take two every day and then i also take two before sex and two after sex or uh, any other triggering events and it has really helped for me to prevent utis and any sort of bladder irritation or issues so it's important for me that everyone listening knows that i really am a true user and believer in this product which is why i also want to share that if you want to order west coast mint d manos supplements you can use my code hive 15 that's h-i-v-e 15 for 15 percent off your order on any of the d manos products on westcoastmint.com that's spelled w-e-s-t c-o-a-s-t-m-i-n-t dot com backslash the hyphen v hyphen hive hyphen shop i know that's a little long but anyways you can get 15 percent off your order when you use the code hive 15 and i will also link this in the show notes so that you can have access to everything there and um yeah without further ado enjoy the show let me know what you think if you have any questions please feel free to send an email to info at the 
And last but not least, it would mean the world to me if you are enjoying this show, please leave a rating and review in the iTunes podcast app. It really does help with the search visibility of all podcasts. So in order to get the VHive up in the rankings, go leave a rating and review. I would really appreciate it. And I think that's it. All right. Enjoy the show. I am here with Rochelle Stern. I'm so excited because we have been trying to coordinate this forever. So finally, we're here recording. Um, Thank you for being here. Hi, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I am so excited to talk to you. I have so many questions for you. As you know, I'm a huge fan of your products. Um, And we actually met a few years ago in California before COVID when people were traveling and there was events. So we met at a at, at the ICA annual walk in San Diego and um, we've kind of just kept in touch here and there ever since. So everything comes full circle, I feel like. Absolutely, that's great. It's so I was just actually speaking with the ICA this morning and I just mentioned how from that very first event, I met such wonderful people and we became you know lifelong friends and we kept in touch after the event. Um, and they, they were thrilled to hear that. Yeah, no, it's so cool. And like, I for me at least, I I feel like I go to you go to these events, and I'm like, eh, like, you know, who knows what what's really gonna come of it? But like, once you actually really do make the effort, you really do meet people, and I feel like it's really worthwhile. So I'm really glad yeah. that we connected, and and now we're able to do this. So you have a really interesting story, and it led to the creation of an amazing company that's helping so many people. So first start by just telling everyone who is not familiar with you or your products, you know, what led you to creating this supplement line and kind of a little bit about your personal story and, and experience with IC. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. So uh, West Coast Mint is the name of my company and it was started during my recovery with interstitial cystitis, for lack of a better term, yeah. uh, and uh, chronic UTIs. Um, I was fortunate enough during that time to have met some of the best healthcare practitioners, both in Western and alternative disciplines. Um, for me, it took an integrative approach to recover from something like this. And then during my recovery, I became inspired to share as much information as possible in the hopes that it will help others. I realized, you know, this is not an uncommon problem. And I think a lot of people kind of go through the same situation of, you know, this kind of odd diagnosis that doesn't really provide answers as to what's really going on. Um, So I want to provide a single source to provide vital information and support with compassion and understanding. What you've created is so admirable. Like I wish I could create a supplement line, but I wouldn't even know where the hell to begin. I'm curious, and I know that this is a long question, but as we were speaking about before, I know you're good at like giving the main kind of takeaways. So what like, Tell us a little bit more about your experience with IC and like what was the point where you kind of realized that creating this, you know, well that I guess that D-Manos helped you and like where did the Eastern medicine and the Western medicine come into play and like what was kind of just, you know, a breaking point for you in your healing journey? Mm-hmm. Excellent question. So for me, you know, it started with an odd diagnosis I think it always starts there what happened to me I got a UTI this was around early 2014 so quite a few years ago for me 
and I was really healthy before that. I didn't really think anything of it. I didn't think it was a big medical event. Um, I didn't know really much about the testing or whatnot. I just went to the doctor and just figured they'd give me antibiotics and I'd be okay. And I wasn't. It kept coming back. And then, you know, the doctors were saying, well, it seems like you don't have an infection, so we don't know what's wrong with you. Um, and then, you know, one doctor would go so far as to say maybe it's psychosomatic because they see a married woman with kids. They think, okay, you're just stressed, which was totally not the case, which is, you know, a bizarre thing to say to me. I thought, you know, I probably think of something more interesting to come <laughs> up with, you know, <laughs> to drive my husband crazy other than, you know, say I have a bladder infection. Um, and then other doctors might just they'll say, oh, you have something called interstitial cystitis which just means your bladder is inflamed and we don't know what to do about it and that's it it's just something you have to deal with for the rest of your life so that was devastating to me I thought that you know it just didn't sound right to me I was very healthy before this that just didn't sound like an answer um so I seeked out um some care from other specialists um in terms that I did actually have an infection that was just poorly treated uh, so once I found out about that, I was taking the appropriate antibiotics. Um, I was on that for some time. And then, you know, I was slowly starting to get better from that. But I was still left with massive inflammation. And because of all the antibiotics, it starts to throw the whole body off. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a domino effect. I think one thing led to another. A poorly treated UTI leads to like the bacteria getting embedded. Uh, a biofilm infection so to speak or you know and then it just leads then you just get like you know side effects from all the antibiotics which were needed um but it throws everything off um so after you know the physicians that put me on the appropriate antibiotics uh i saw a lady she's based in dc her name is ruth chris uh some people might yeah some people might be familiar with her so she was great at helping me with that initial infection and to get that under control um because it was raging i was almost septic i ended up in the hospital so there was a serious infection going on and that's something that she she specializes in Mm -hmm. i've heard of her Um, yeah so yeah so you know if there's an infection going on she'll know what to do it's just to me it was just so bizarre that I had to go outside of, you know, just a regular doctor in my city for something like this. And so, you know, but I'm thankful I had access to her. And then from there, in conjunction, I started seeing someone here in San Diego. He practices traditional Chinese medicine and integrative medicine, and he helped support my body with all the antibiotics. And then he continued with some like natural antimicrobials and then, you know, he did various tests to find out what else is going on with me and then put me on various regiments. Mm-hmm. So I have a few. No, this is so interesting. And I have a few things I want to say. The first is I've read and heard a lot about Ruth Chris. And I think that what she does is super interesting. But I also think that, like, she's really big on antibiotics. No, mm-hmm. like long term that's her specialty so if, yeah. Yeah, if you have an infection that's what she does and then she, she has a really good knowledge of supplements so she was really good at recommending which probiotic to take along with her treatment um but obviously yeah. you know anything outside of that that's why I, I did see someone else in San Diego to support that and she totally supported it yeah she said you know I wish all my patients could have that support that you have and she would take notes she would mm-hmm. ask me what I'm taking so she was very interested in it so she recognized that there are other aspects to support this but that's her specialty so if you have an infection she'll know exactly you know which antibiotics that's her knowledge base but then uh, you know after that 
I, I do think, you know, something like this needs additional support, which, you know, she was totally on board with. No, I think that's so interesting. And I guess we could talk for a second about the Eastern medicine stuff. And like, I think that, I mean, it seems that that was a crucial part of your healing process. And I assume you would like recommend that other people who have bladder issues would do the same. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about like how it helped you and and why you think it's so important? Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Um, So he was great. He did acupuncture as well, Mm -hmm. um, but the acupuncture was in conjunction with his regimen. So it wasn't just the acupuncture, you know, it definitely helped calm, but something as severe like this, you know, you need more than that. And I think the biggest takeaway that I can give is, you know, when people are taking supplements, it's really, really important to take the right supplements so at the agree. right time. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's the biggest thing. Someone might take, um, you know, a certain supplement now. They say, well, it didn't work for me. It's not going to help me. But it's like maybe you're just taking it at the wrong time in your healing journey. So that's why it's nice if you can see a practitioner to help guide you mm-hmm. and which he did and i put his information on my site we'll get more into that i have a community section where i, I recommend highly vetted um practitioners so that people can have access and yeah. know yeah um, who, who to go to who's knowledgeable about this so he helped me so he would have certain tests you know test me for uh candida hormones uh, thyroid um, if mthfr could be a factor for me all that sort of stuff and then figure out what I need for my specific situation and he would put me on very uh, specific and really well thought out regimens mm-hmm. ro- rotating supplements even so it was really really well thought out that really only someone with that kind of uh, professional background can do yeah um so th- you know that's that's where it was so he really 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 um helped me I'm so grateful to him for that I think that that also just sheds light on the fact that like it's so easy to kind of put yourself on your own supplement protocol but like is it the right protocol is it helping you are you taking the right amounts of it like there's so much information online and as you said working with someone who really specializes in this i think is like what kind of can take you from feeling okay to like really healing exactly exactly like i think you know a a perfect a very clear example of this is for me with my gut being off you know he put me on a heavy duty candida cleanse for several weeks and then after that we worked on healing all of the tissues the bladder tissue the gut lining and you know for example one of the supplements was l-glutamine but if i took l-glutamine in the beginning before the whole candida cleanse it wouldn't have done anything that's but such a af- good point. Exactly. So after we did all the candida cleanse and then he put me on a product that has glutamine in it, wow, it, it felt great. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a good example of a supplement that helped me at the right time, but guaranteed had he put me on it earlier, if I just kind of threw supplements at myself, it wouldn't have done anything. Mm-hmm. Was your candida cleanse, was it supplements or was it like the anti-candida diet or what, what did you do? So everything. So oh, yeah. so diet is a huge part. I should mention that. Of course, I take it for granted. Um, I know. I, but yeah, diet is huge. I always tell people, and I emphasize that on the website as well. You know, if you're taking supplements, you need. It's. I give people so much credit. I know it's hard to stick to a good clean diet, 
Uh, for me, I eat a very balanced diet, a lot of, you know, leafy greens, lots of vegetables. I avoided things that would irritate my bladder or create inflammation in my body. I know gluten was a huge factor for me. Um, I still ate meat. Some people go vegan for me. It, that didn't seem to work. So I would eat just very high quality meat and, you know, a nice portion, not mm-hmm. overdoing anything specifically. So I would just say as balanced and healthy of a diet as possible. And I, so I cut out sugar, I cut out gluten, you know, dairy, all that sort of stuff that you need to do during the healing. But I, I you know, I kept reminding myself this is temporary, even yeah. if it takes a, a year or two. It, you know, in the span of a lifetime, that's not so bad. If I need to do it, I need to do it to, to heal. Yeah, that's such a good point. And it's funny, like, the, the divine timing of all of these conversations, because as I was recording the episode prior to this one with a nutritionist that I've known almost my whole life, we were talking about, and, and I'm curious, the reason I bring this up is because I'm curious, having been on the you know, candida diet and it having worked for you. I'm really curious your opinion on this, but we were just touching upon the fact that a lot of these diets don't necessarily work and they do create food fears. So like after, and I'm not like, I'm not saying if it were like, I think it's amazing if it does work for someone. Um, I'm not saying it never works. I'm just like, at least for me, cause I did it and I found that I became so fearful of like sugars and certain foods, but you know, it sounds like in your case, it really helped you. And now you're kind of back to like eating healthy, but you, you know, you understand, but like living normally. And, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you experience like food fears or whatever, but I'm curious your take on this and, and if how you kind of transitioned out of the candida diet and that whole phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree with you. And I think I always tell people too, like sometimes you do have to soothe the soul. I 100%, I think sometimes that could stress you out in itself to constantly have such a strict, strict diet. I don't think that's needed in term. I think it's just a candida cleanse specifically for those few weeks that you're really hitting it hard. Yeah. That's, you know, for a very specific reason because it just helps kill it off better. But then afterwards, oh no, like I'll still, I'll have gelato now. Like just yeah. not over, not overdo it. Um, but you know, like I said, it's, it's a, it's a port, it's a portion thing. Mm-hmm. I never, and I think that's a really good point. I think adrenals play a big aspect of an, an inflammation and you, you, sometimes if you're starving yourself or not eating well, that stresses the adrenals and yeah. it has like, you know, what, what's the term someone said to me, like a paradoxical effect. Yeah. Um, sometimes you might be thinking it's doing you, you good, but if you're stressing the body in a different way, that's also causing you harm. So totally. I, I, I completely agree. I think everyone needs to do what's good for their body type. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to go vegan. If vegan works for you, that's great. Um, but if it doesn't, I think you can still heal by just eating a balanced diet. And just, just being aware of that. I think preservatives to me are our bigger issue too um you know like you know we are fast food or processed foods those are very inflammatory so those are things you just need to avoid during you know the the healing journey or during like the flare-up or the Mm -hmm. you know the crisis phase of this situation when you get hit with something like this just to take it just takes the load off the body and gives it a better opportunity to heal Mm -hmm. so true and so i'm curious you said that in your healing journey that was kind of when you started to discover the benefits of d-manos and your interest in wanting to create your own line of d-manos kind of came to be 
what is it was this in the middle of your healing or after and and talk about what demanos is and why it's so good for bladder health for those who don't know yeah so it was during um you know the alternative care practitioners put, uh, told me about demanos to take and it really helped my bladder especially during potential triggering events such as intimacy if i was traveling or you know, trying to exercise a little bit, something that could otherwise trigger a UTI or a flare-up, I would take Demanos. And I was so impressed with how I felt taking it. I thought, this is an amazing supplement. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it's very simple, it's a natural sugar. So in the beginning, I was taking it daily. So I was doing some research to find out about the, you know, the various brands out there, because there, there are so many out there and the prices were all over the place. So. I was just looking into it for myself, and then that's when I found out that you know a lot of the demanos on the market is actually sourced from China, even though it the label might say made in the USA because it was packaged there, but it wasn't necessarily sourced there. So I thought that was so misleading. Um, so during my research, I found out that the highest quality demanos is sourced from the EU. Um, and just very recently, just early 2021, um, they opened up the very first ever U.S. sourcing facility. Um, wow. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, one thing kind of led to another. And as I was, my company first started, as just though actually a platform to share information. And then when the Demanos research happened, one thing led to another. And I thought, why don't I just create my own Demanos? And Salva is such a fantastic supplement that I think anyone along this spectrum, whether it's just the occasional UTI or, you know, a full-blown IC, again, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, it, you know, this is something that a lot of people can take, um, but how do I get word out about the quality? So I thought, you know, why not create my own brand? And I think after going through something like this, um, you know, it's kind of bittersweet. I don't think I'd ever have the courage to just launch my own company <laughs> had, had something like this not have happened to me. Yeah. Well, you I feel of, like it always happens that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So that and that. So the company started with my own brand of Demanos, and then from there, I started to partner with other companies um, that had the same high standards for their products, such as Desert Harvest, Vitanica, uh, companies like that. So I we wholesale their products on our site as well, and Amazing. we we do everything. Yeah, we do the fulfillment and shipping, everything, so people can get. Um, all of those supplements in one order. I love Botanica. I've been using their supplements a lot. They're so good. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. And that's part of, that was the goal, was to make it easier for people that, you know, if you could just get diagnosed with this, you could spend hours, as I did on the internet, just searching this stuff and learning. So if I build this community, they, you know, people at least know, okay, Vitanica, they're an excellent brand. They don't have to scramble. Or, you know, if people are taking aloe vera, they know Desert Harvest is you know the best brand to go to for something like that so they don't have to scramble and search amazon is a bit of a disaster in terms of finding which supplement to take you know it's because there's so many yeah and it's really hard to weed out a good company um for one of the you know higher quality ones when you started taking demanos what were the benefits that you noticed yeah i it, no more utis after intimacy wow yeah yeah, so on top of the whole chronic condition, or I would just get these other little um, flare-ups with that. Mm-hmm. 
So were you taking it like before and after or just before? Like, cause I feel like everyone listening is going to want to know the exact details of like how they should be taking it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So everyone is different. So some people, you know, I, I was taking it daily at one point because I felt like everything was just flaring and it helped calm my bladder too. So mm-hmm. the way, so for the way D-Manos works is it, um, it acts like a magnet to the bacteria and it helps to flush it out during urination. So specifically, it helps to flush out E. coli bacteria. So instead of attaching to the bladder wall, the E. coli bacteria will, will attach to the D-mannose molecule. Wow. So yeah, it, it's very simple and it's natural. And so that, that's incredible how that works. Um, and then D-mannose in itself, it, it can help soothe the bladder and it makes it unfavorable for other bacteria. Mm-hmm. So that's the, how it works. So. I was taking it daily because my bladder was just so hypersensitive from everything. And then as I healed, I just weaned off and started taking it only around triggering events. So about 30 minutes before intimacy, I would take a dose. And then maybe two hours again later, I would just take another dose just to make sure I'm flushing out any um, free-floating E. coli bacteria that could have gotten into my bladder. Okay, so my question, that's so helpful. So first, thank you for explaining that. Um, I actually have two follow-up questions. The first is, for how long were you taking it consistently for? Okay, it was a while ago. For, probably at least <laughs> several, several weeks I was taking it daily. and But I was, I was taking a lot of a stuff. stuff yeah. Bl- yeah, like I think bladder ease was, a, was another one I was taking for a very, very long time. And then I think it's interesting. I think one day when I, because I would see that practitioner in San Diego, um, a lot and I would just tell him I said you know what I actually forgot to take my supplements for a couple of days but I feel okay mm. and he said it's interesting how the body works it's almost like you're intuitively in tune like I, I just it wasn't on my mind anymore I used to be like obsessed right. with time like okay Mark he told me to take it three times a day three capsules my demand will take morning and night and I was vigilant about it and then I think as I healed my mindset changed a little bit and I was able to not focus on my bladder anymore so much it just became more back burner in my mind yeah so I kind of just weaned off to be honest without even noticing Mm. that I did and he's the one that made me aware of he's like no that's that's actually a good sign it means it's not it's not running your life anymore yeah and you as you said you intuitively knew that you didn't need to take them every day Exactly. So I just kind of weaned off of it and he just went, well, you know, and then I weaned off and I, I was okay. And then I would just keep those supplements on hand. If I, you know, if something kind of flared me, those would help calm things down. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think, you know, healing is never linear. I learned that. Um, and that's the one thing I want everyone to know that sometimes it is two steps forward, one step back um, to take it day by day, but overall you do get better. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so helpful. And I think it just goes to show that like, I'm not at all against antibiotics. And as you explained, they, you needed to take them. And I think that, I mean, I know that they're necessary in a lot of situations, but it's also so important to know the natural things that you can do that can make a huge difference because you need both and you need to be knowledgeable on both. Exactly. It's not like, it's not just one thing. Yeah. You know, you want to, and for some people, it might not have been an infection. There's so many different uh, root causes and I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because I think that's the whole problem with a label such as I see and it not being helpful because I think everyone has various causes that could have been the trigger I know some people it's their thyroid yeah. once they found someone that figured out their thyroid is off they got their that treated and they're 
bladder symptoms went away completely. Wow, I've actually yeah. never heard that. I think that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard I've heard so many different variations and so many stories. So that person never technically had IC. Their thyroid was often in like a domino effect, and it was creating a bladder problem. Wow. So there, there's there's so many like stories. I know some people. It's Lyme disease. It's mm-hmm. It, and that's what I'm trying to do is just share that information, share these tests that are out there to make their appointments with their physicians or practitioners more productive. Because yeah. I, I think physicians, their hearts, most their heart is in the right place. They want to help people, but if they only have 10 minutes to see you, it's really, really important that people advocate for themselves and to know about these tests. Yeah. So... I you brought up something that I wanted to talk about and I'm really glad you did which is the diagnosis of IC and how sometimes people get so caught up in the label of IC that it really interferes with your ability to heal both mentally and physically mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on this because I you're just a wealth of knowledge and I know that you're going to have Aww. something good to say yeah thank you um, I agree I, I mean going through it when you know, one doctor said psychosomatic, so that was just bizarre. But then when the other one said, no, you have interstitial cystitis and it's a lifelong disease, and they were recommending horrid treatments that yeah. I thought, I'm like, you know, I thought it was bizarre. I was like, my body's in so much pain. There's so many issues going along. The last things it needs is invasive procedures. I felt like my right. body needed gent- gentleness, not totally. You know, I, I, so I, I was just, Florida. I was like, there's nothing. There was nothing in between, you know, antibiotics for an infection or like a really, really gnarly medication that or had like installations or, or something. Installation. Yeah, and those aren't a joke. They can create other issues. Like, yeah, this is invasive stuff. I'm like, how is there nothing in between? I know. No testing. No nothing. Like my vitamin D level is 15 when I first got sick, and mm. you know, to put that in perspective, the minimum it, it should be is like 50. Yeah. something like that so it was and like way so that you know that's another factor but getting back to the icy label to me at first i was devastated i yeah. was bedridden i was you know depressed about it i didn't understand it i found it not helpful um and then but, but then like i said when i started to research and find these practitioners and i, I said like, it was crazy to scramble when you're sick for this type of help is um it's hard and i knew you know something needs to be done about that but that i realized i see is just it's for lack of a better term saying your bladder's inflamed but what i'm what i want to share with people is find out why we'll find out your root causes and then take it step by step Mm -hmm. because i think everyone has a root cause or root various issues that can be addressed whether it was the initial cause or resulted you know of a domino effect of all of the stress on the body you know everything can contribute yeah I mean no this is so interesting and like I just couldn't agree more with everything you said because I think that I guess I honestly would go as far to say as I know that when someone gets the diagnosis of IC and I mean you've obviously been there I've been there myself and you do think it's a lifelong thing like you literally think that you have to identify with this condition for the rest of your life and that's also kind of what doctors tell you unfortunately and again nothing against Mm -hmm. doctors but that's kind of all they know Mm -hmm. exactly even the well-meaning like the well-meaning ones were like i'm so sorry this happened to you right but 
here you go. And I mean, I cried for days. Like, yeah. I'm coming from a point of strength now, but I hear you and I know people are going through, I, I've been there and I want them to know that you won't stay that way. Right. Like, I think I, as a grown woman, I've had two C-sections, high threshold for pain, you know, happy marriage, happy kids. I have wonderful friends. At the time I had a, you know, before I had my own business, I had a wonderful career nothing was wrong in my life if anything i think everything was great i just probably overdid it got a uti and that was it so i i wailed for days yeah yeah i cried it was painful and i felt like you know what happened to my life i was like mourning an old version of myself that just completely disappeared Uh um but so yeah no i think like it, it really though goes to show that the most important you know kind of message here is that it's not a lifelong condition and it really is just a medical term that is given to really anyone who seems to have bladder symptoms that don't easily go away but mm-hmm. it doesn't really mean much more than bladder symptoms that aren't going away easily but there's still so many things that can be done as you mm-hmm. know so i want to make that very clear and i know you do as well mm-hmm. exactly yeah 100 um, yeah so Okay, are there any kind of pieces of advice you have on mindset? As you said, this was obviously a really dark time in your life. Like, are there anything, is there anything that helped you to get through it? Any, you know, kind of whether it was like meditation or journaling or mantras you used or TV shows you watched, like anything that was, I guess, in a sense, your saving grace or your motivation when you were having those really bad days? Mm Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think it's for, I I was watching, you know, a lot of TV. I watched anything that I found funny. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, watch those type of shows uh, when I was able to finally get out of the house walking. Yeah. That was huge for me. Just being able to go for a walk at least once a day. Yeah. Um, it can really change your mindset. And just getting some exercise, just simple walking, simple exercise, not to overdo it. So that helped me tremendously. Reaching out to friends. Um you know watching funny things do what feels good i think you know my mom was always saying that like my family was a huge support for me going through this and i'm so thankful for that um that i had that support system with my parents uh, my brother my husband my kids i have close friends um so that was important reach out to the people that care Mm -hmm. um talk about it with the people that understand and i you know I, i would treat myself here and there wherever i could sometimes i did you know i would so-called cheat on my diet have something i enjoy and get Mm -hmm. back on to eating something healthy but yeah i think it's important to do do things you love as much as possible so now are there any daily habits that you have and i love asking people about their daily habits but whether Mm -hmm. it's a morning routine or just non-negotiable things that you do during the day is there anything that you kind of started doing when you weren't feeling well that stuck or anything that you do now that you prioritize that you didn't do prior to not feeling well? Uh, that's a good question. It's, <laughs> it walk. I always make sure I go for that walk. Yeah. You know, at least once a day. So morning, uh, I love doing that. And I think just getting the first meal right. You know, mm. it doesn't have to be early, but just getting it right, making sure I don't overwhelm my body with something, too much sugar in the morning. I think that's the most crucial meal to make sure it's nice and balanced um i always feel if i'm gonna have a bit of sugar i'll make sure i have it a little bit later on in the day with a bit of protein that kind of helps that but i think yeah morning i always like to have a green salad maybe i'll have some like just celery juice Mm -hmm. very simple basic things yeah yeah and 
Okay, so we got a few listener questions that I want to ask you. The first, Some of them we've already covered, but two that I want your opinion on, want to ask you because we didn't cover. Um, the first one is, are there any herbs that you recommend to help relax the nervous system? Mm-hmm. That is a good question. So the way um, I think the nervous system plays a big aspect of this is part of that domino effect. Everything gets thrown off kilter. Um, so I think it just depends on if there's, a, you know, what's causing some underlying inflammation that may be causing that distress. Um, you know, I have a section on my website that, uh, you know, addresses anxiety, stress, um, you know, anything that can calm the nervous systems. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I love herbal teas for something like that. Yeah. I think they're simple. They're easy on the body. Um, a lot of the single ingredient teas and, and they're highly medicinal. I, I think that's always a good first thing to start to make sure it agrees with your body because it's the easiest thing on the body they're essentially a food and and they're inexpensive yeah and hey if, if it works it's great so you don't have to um you know then you, you go to if those help a little bit you need more then you know to go to the next level of different supplements that can help with that but i love chamomile and calendula those are my two favorites for the nervous system mm-hmm. cool and there's actually this is this is not a listener question. This is a me question. I wanted to ask you your take on um, alcohol and caffeine. Ah, okay. Uh, for I had to drop caffeine in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, my my bladder was horrible. It was bad. <laughs> so yeah. I had to remove the acidic things. So my bladder lining was actually physically damaged from everything. Um, so no alcohol, no caffeine, uh, but then as I healed, I was able to introduce all those things back mm-hmm. in moder in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but that's good to know because I think, and again, you touched upon this, but you knew it was a short term. Like you knew you weren't going to have to cut out caffeine forever, but you just did it in the interim to help your bladder heal exactly yeah exactly like i was i mean to, to in the my bladder was just bleeding like crazy so i it was bad so i knew that just had for me i i was sensitive to what i would especially liquids yeah no it would, totally. it would just make it make it worse so it just wasn't worth it i know <laughs> so but yeah but then as i healed i could slowly introduce those things and i would just start very slowly i started with a little bit of coffee i even put a tiny bit of baking soda in it and then yeah. and i was fine yeah so no, I love that, and I think that's going to be really helpful for the people listening to hear, you know, who are cutting it out, but it's just, it's not a forever thing. Um, exactly. It's temporary, 100% temporary. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's really, really important, because I think that that's a hard thing for people to think. It's like, oh my God, do I have to eat like this for the rest of my life? And, yeah, exactly. It's not a no. life sentence. No, Exactly exactly it's a temporary thing and i think you know people ask like are you in remission are you cured and i I think those are hard words for me to say yeah i think it's just that you know i went through this i took it day by day i I had various regimens that helped and then my body healed i like the word heal yeah um, i agree from something like this Mm -hmm. because like and we could talk about that for a quick second and then we'll just go to the second question but you know i I I get those questions a lot too and I mm-hmm. actually don't answer them like honestly because I'm just like 
if this is just and maybe maybe you know I don't know maybe not answering them is the best is not the best solution but like yeah there's this amazing therapist that I like and I talk about her all the time on this podcast her name's Nicole Sachs and she does like mind body therapy work and I was listening to one of her she has her own podcast called the cure for chronic pain and I was listening to one of her episodes today and basically like what she talks about is like there's no and these are her words but um I really like am obsessed with her honestly but so she says there's no cure and she cured her own pain through this work but she basically says there's no cure for the human condition like it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you'll never get a UTI again or you'll never Mm -hmm. get you know a bladder bladder urgency again like those are just human things that you might feel it there someone might get a migraine or a stomach ache one day like if they're stressed but it's the Mm -hmm. chronic symptoms that are gone exactly yes yeah so I'll always have a sensitive bladder so I'm always mindful of it and what happened to my health but you know you know I I should take care of my health anyway so it's not a big struggle for me to do that but yes I I will always have a sensitive bladder so I'll always do that extra step I'll I'll make sure I'm drinking enough water throughout the day I think dehydration could be could trigger you know any type of flare-up or things like that so I'll make sure I'm I'm hydrated very simple things so it's not really hard hard to uh, you know, I'll take my demanos around being intimate. I'll take, you know, I always, I have bladderies around. I have aloe vera, all those type of things just to soothe me. If I come down with a cold, I want to make sure that it's not going to affect my bladder. So I'm very proactive mm-hmm. with it because mm-hmm. I know it'll be my Achilles heel. It'll always be my sensitivity. I think that's with anything. If someone falls and breaks their leg, that leg will always be a little bit more sensitive. Right, right. I I agree. I agree. And yeah, I totally. Um, Okay, so last question is what to do if I get a cultured UTI every time after sex? So I guess a positive UTI. Oh, good question. Okay, so that it's good news if you know i love it when people are proactive and getting a culture i always yeah. tell people i see people saying oh i'm having a flare-up do you do you think it's a uti i'm like get a culture don't don't, um, don't wait, wait it out and i always tell people ask your doctor for a standing order or a requisition that you can keep at home so you can go directly to the lab and just drop off a sample keep the oh, jars that's at home smart yeah, this way you don't have to scramble for an appointment or go to urgent care because you really just need a lab that's so smart yeah yeah and one here's another tip and it's on my website but uh for listeners it, you know for the in the u.s anyway um lab they have something called the comprehensive urine culture and what that means and i didn't know this i learned this from ruth um that some labs will only report an infection over a certain amount of colony forming units. I was CFUs. just learning about this for myself, actually. Yeah. It's so interesting. Okay, yeah, keep yeah. going. Really, really important for you for listen. You know, and knowledge, knowledge is everything. And so, you know, I know some labs here where I was. It was just if you had uh, bacteria, if it grew under one hundred thousand CFUs, they would report it as negative. And I'm like, but if you have symptoms, that should be up to the patient and the doctor to decide if and how that should be treated. It shouldn't be up to the lab to decide, well, it's not enough bacteria that we think is an infection. There's no scientific um, data to support that anyway. So they're just randomly pulling this, which I, I was shocked. I had no idea this was going on. So I, and I, I put the code on my website. I think it's like 8086, something like that. Double check. It's, I'll, I'll give you the link too. 
make sure your doctor can ask LabCorp to do that. This way they can report all levels of bacteria. So even if it's 20,000, but if you have symptoms and you grow at a positive UTI, you and your doctor can decide, well, based on your history, this is probably a UTI for you. So we should treat it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really important. So I'm glad people are doing that. If they feel that they have symptoms after being intimate, get that urine culture. You know, there's, there's issues with the urine culture, which is, you know, a separate issue right now that, you know, I think there is a lot of false negatives, um, but we can discuss it after. But, you know, if, if it's growing up positive, at least that's information to go by. You'll know which bacteria is causing your problem at that time. And then most likely they did a susceptibility and they can tell you which antibiotics are appropriate to take. And that's important for people to know. I think people will just have some antibiotics on hand at home and then they'll just take it. And my, what I always tell people is not every bacteria will be susceptible to the same antibiotic. Yeah, yeah. And, and that test also tells you what, what antibiotics work, I believe. Exactly. The susceptibility is supposed mm-hmm. to tell you which antibiotics to take. Otherwise, you could just be taking the wrong antibiotic. Yeah. Um, so which important. will do nothing for you. Too. So, yeah. And I think it's important to stay on the antibiotics for a long enough time. I think there's discussion around they're trying to maybe give antibiotics for only three days now, which I, I, I don't like that. After what I went through, I think it should be for seven to 10 days just to make sure it's knocked out. Yeah. Um, completely so there's a little bit of discussion around that but i'd rather err on the side of making sure it's knocked out rather than you know leaving a little bit that could you know become a bit of a stronger bacteria Um, but so based on the bacteria then they can also decide from an alternative perspective what other supplements can they take to help get rid of that bacteria once they're done the antibiotics Mm -hmm. um if it's an E. coli, then we know D-mannose or, and berberine and all those type of things can help. If it's a different bacteria, like an enterococcus or something, you know, then there's other things that can be done as well. And then maybe that's when people can look into deeper, like a more of a candida cleanse to think, okay, why are these infections keep happening? What else is going on that's making my body more susceptible to these infections? So there's immune support comes into play, yeah, those type of things. Oh my God, you are like beyond a wealth of knowledge and just so interesting to talk to. I could literally sit here and I ask you a hundred more questions. Um, no, really. So I just appreciate your time and just sharing all of this insight. I know everyone listening is going to find this so interesting. So thank you. And where can everyone contact you and buy your Demanos and follow you on Instagram? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the website is westcoastmint.com. And we're all over social media at West Coast Mint. And I love I love connecting with everybody. It's it's great. This is my the favorite my favorite part about what I do. Amazing. Is speaking with everybody, learning about everyone's story and I, I think nothing makes me happier when I hear feedback that someone is well, whether they're a customer or not, that makes me very happy. Thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it and I think we should do a part two soon. Yes, I would love to. Thank you so much, Hannah. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other healthcare professional services, including the giving of medical advice. During the episodes, no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Listeners should seek the assistance of their healthcare provider for any concerns or questions they have.